0: In Second Kings chapter 8, we read Ahaziah was 22 years old when he became king. He reigned one year. His mother's name was Athaliah, who was the granddaughter of Omri. Now, that was Second Kings. In Second Chronicles chapter 22, this same guy is said to be 42 when he became king. Is this an error in the Bible? Okay, before we really get going with the episode, a few housekeeping things. In a few weeks, I'm going to start teaching a Sunday school class. Now, I've taught Sunday school for years, but usually I'm kind of filling in or maybe co-teaching with uh with several other people. Uh this time, it it's mainly going to be me each week teaching the lessons. And so obviously that takes a lot of time in in preparing for that. And so what I've decided to do is to combine the 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 material that we're learning in the Sunday school class and what I cover on the podcast. And so I I am going to change be changing up some things. One, I'm going to change the name of the podcast to reflect what we're going to be uh talking about. I am like 99% sure on the new name, but I don't want to say it just yet because I'm I'm just making sure that it's going to work. Um there's a when you're doing a podcast, there's a few things you got to to think about, but the Sunday school class is going to cover uh, all the different biblical doctrines. So we're going to be walking through a, a a book that that just covers uh, one by one great biblical doctrines, and it's written by one of my favorite pastors, Doctor Martin Lloyd Jones. And so, um, anyway, so I'm really excited about that. But there's no way I can do a separate podcast and Sunday school class and and the prep work um each week. And so I'm going to be combining those. So more information about that later. Also, I've just finished up kind of a little series on the glory of God and just different um different things about glory and and in the Bible. And so I've enjoyed that part and now I've got a few weeks before this change takes place. So I'm just kind of filling in the gaps with uh kind of some random episodes. So if you have a question about the Bible, that has been, or like apologetics, or or anything that you'd like me to answer, then you can always email me. That email is bearchristianity at gmail dot com, and and um, if possible, I'll I'll uh, be happy to you know look into that and give you an answer. So today, I've I mentioned it at the, in the opening. Today, we're going to be addressing an issue that I've seen several times now over the past few weeks. It, it has come up on my feed, like in uh, YouTube or like Instagram Reels or TikTok or whatever. Um, this little video, and it's it's a Muslim guy, and he's on the street and he's going around asking people this question. Okay. And so, uh, and it's about this king Ahaziah, and he sort of sets him up in how he how he questions it. Right? The, the you believe the Bible is the word of God. He's talking to Christians. He'll say, "You believe the Bible is the word of God, right?" They say yes, and then you know, and and God, you know, God's word is perfect, right? God is perfect. That that means if something's not perfect, then it can't be from God. That, that's kind of how he's setting them up, and then he shows them this verse in 2 Kings 8.26. Let me read you the actual verse. Now, I'm having to read out of the New King James Version of the Bible, and I'll explain why in just a second. I typically quote from the ESV, but the New King James Version, and, and the King James Version as well would say the same thing. It says, Ahaziah was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned one year in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Athaliah, the granddaughter of Omri, King of Israel. Now that was Second Kings eight twenty six. This is Second Chronicles twenty two two. Also, if you if you don't if you've never read the Bible all the way through. Um, Chronicles is there. There is a lot of overlap between some of the stuff in First and Second Kings, and then also in First and Second Chronicles. And so this is Second Chronicles twenty two two says Ahaziah was forty two years old when he became king, and he reigned one year in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Athaliah, the granddaughter of Omri. So this verse is almost word for word exact from 2 Kings 8:26 except that in 2 Chronicles it says that he was 42 years old when he became king so was he 22 or was he 42 and so this muslim gentleman that's on the street talking to different christians he he poses this question and kind of uh leaves them stunned because they you know he's he's saying that the the bible has errors in it Now, first off, the true age of Ahaziah, the, the true answer is he was 22 when he became king. So he became king right after his father, Jehoram, died we find out uh, just a few verses earlier in 2nd kings i think it's 8:17 that jehoram when he he jehoram was 40 when he died so he was he became king when he was 32 and he reigned for 8 years and then and then he died so um it's kind of impossible for a father to only be 40 and his son be 42 at the same time so we know that 22 is the correct number for this Passage. Ahaziah was twenty-two years old when he became king. All right, it would be impossible for him to be forty-two years old and his father die at age forty. Okay, so that we know that twenty-two is correct. Now, now to the argument. Right? Is there an error? Why? Why is there seemingly an error here in the Bible? Um, I've mentioned that this guy's a, a a Muslim, and I've heard a lot of Muslims um, use arguments like this, um, one of the things that that Muslims think that they have in their corner as far as, are we the true religion or is Christianity true, is they think that the Quran is like their rock-solid defense, because a Muslim will tell you over and over and over again that every Quran is the exact same. There are no differences because God gave the Quran it's the it's all the exact same there are no variations there's no errors it is perfect it is a perfect book every word is given by Allah uh to the prophet Muhammad and and every Quran since then is the exact same and we pronounce it the you know all the words the exact same so they they love to push that point the problem is that a lot of Muslims do not understand their own history of how they got the Quran. The third caliph, so um, the the third leader of the Islam religion, was named Uthman. And Uthman, uh, it's known as the Uthmanic Revision, but basically Uthman collected all the different fragments of the sayings, um, the, the Quran sayings given by Muhammad. People had written them on leaves and animal skin and stone and and um it, you know any anything that they could write on he he gathers all those and he burn he he standardizes the Quran that that we have today he he standardized what it would be and then anything that varied from that he burned it okay and so so then that's the Quran and every Quran since then is the exact same and so Muslims will say that it you know that they, they will boast about that what they don't understand is that there were differences before Uthman standardized it all and there still are Qurans out there with differences today so i have a book right here in front of me it's by Daniel Allen Brewbaker and he he's traveled all over the world and looked at uh, several different You know um, ancient Quran manuscripts. Okay, so um, he's he's looked at them personally, and there's this book has color photos of different changes, and like like there's manuscripts where people have gone in later and erased what was written. Um, They've they've written something different, and the way he knows that is because it's in different ink with a different um handwriting style so these these Qurans had variations and then someone later on has gone in and tried to make them conform to the Uthmanic Quran and so they so anyway this is a this is a thing that Muslims boast about but again anytime you hear uh Muslims say that you're you're not gonna get anywhere with them because it has been drilled in their head from from day one if they grew up in a Muslim home. But uh just know that they're it's not as clean cut as what they say. So don't be intimidated by that. Um now th- also this argument about King has Hez- Ahaziah and his age, this is certainly a street level, TikTok-y type of argument. Okay. So I've I've listened to a lot of like moderated. Muslim versus Christian debates uh, between a Christian and a Muslim scholar, and they don't talk about this type of stuff because they they both understand that it's not a strong argument. It, it again, from a street level TikTok, you know, type of standpoint, it can seem like something that's just earth shattering that there's a difference in the Bible like this. Um, but when you understand some other things, it's not really that big of a deal. Now, when when Muslims or anybody, really, that's trying to disprove the Bible tries to make this type of an argument, they are refusing to acknowledge how, how we have ancient books for us today, okay? These are handwritten copies that have errors in them, e, again, even the Quran. And so I've done some episodes on textual criticism in the past, but uh, the Bible— more than any other ancient text stands the test of time in in its reliability when we compare the different manuscript documents so the, so we're on strong ground there as a christian to to trust the bible from a just a simply a historical standpoint also if the bible had zero differences uh like like all the different manuscripts that were handwritten if there were zero differences people would still accuse the christians of oh well someone back in the day kind of like uthman uh, just got the you know got the bible and picked out the, they they do this with constantine really they say oh constantine he he picked out what books were in the bible and he he made everybody follow that and and that's that's just not true with the council of nicaea um but anyway they would even if there was no differences in manuscripts they would still accuse uh, someone of, of of corruption and oh they they standardized the Bible so really it, people that don't want to believe are just gonna find a reason not to believe. But when you hear arguments that the Bible has these errors in it, like the age of of King Ahaziah, like especially if people start pointing to like genealogies or different numbers in the Bible, um, things like that, most likely it's gonna be that it's actually the same. Uh, Person, but maybe with different name renderings. So, if two two, it seems seems like two different people are described in the same way. It's probably that it's the the same person, and just their name is rendered different depending on language. All right. Also, it will probably come down to manuscript differences, and that's what I think is going on here. Uh, Some people argue that this the forty two is a reference to the family dynasty of the reign of Omri. So it started with Omri, went to Jehoram, and then um, now it's it's to uh, Ahaziah. I, I just don't buy that because the verses are almost word-for-word word identical. So if you say that one is talking about the family dynasty time uh, allotment, and the other one is just simply the age of Ahaziah, I don't think you can really make that argument consistently. And also, I, I just think it's a lot simpler just to say uh, look at the manuscript evidence that we have so i think that this is simply a copyist error that was passed down so someone a long time ago uh wrote down 42 instead of 22 and it that that variation was carried on so the the masoretic manuscripts the the masoretic text is Arguably the most popular version uh, or the the most popular set of manuscripts that we go off of to get our Old Testament translation. So we look at the Masoretic Hebrew text and then we derive an English translation from that. and the Masoretic text has 42. but the their Syriac and Arabic manuscripts they read 22. Also, the Septuagint, which is the Greek translation of the Old Testament, very popular. It was like the Bible of the first Christians, right? You know, it's so, so Jesus um and the disciples the disciples go out the apostle paul goes out on missionary journeys they the new testament quotes from this greek version of the septuagint a lot and so the septuagint also has 22 now as a side note one source i used for for research in this is uh was answers in genesis and the article that they the article i was reading they mentioned that the septuagint translation says 20 um, now, in other sources, I, I saw in the the Septuagint that I have, it reads 20 and 2. So I'm not sure if that's what they were—the answers in Genesis was citing 20 there. It, it Instead of saying 22, it, it says—in the Greek, it says 20 and 2. Anyway, we have Syriac Arabic manuscripts, the Septuagint Greek manuscript— says 22. And so the Masoretic text is the only one that says 42. So it comes down to uh, which manuscripts you put the most weight on as being accurate. And it is, you know, the, the Masoretic text does hold a, a big portion of that. But the reason I quoted from the New King James Version of the the Bible when I was reading the the two verses we're talking about today is because my in my ESV Bible it just says twenty-two. So the the translators have looked at the different text and and they've decided that the 42 must be an error because of a lot of the reasons that I've mentioned before. And so they just translate it as 22. And so that the error is not there. It's not that they're trying to um eliminate things or you know go back and in and, and um and hide something in fact in the footnotes of a lot of bibles it may say something like some manuscripts say 42 um so i've got several different study bibles and it was in plenty of them where it addresses this issue and gives a a simple answer so um so hopefully that helps out if you if you come across different things like this um, they're they're interesting to look into, and there's you know th- these are these are not things to be hung up on as Christians. But I, it, what the sad thing is is that you watch one of these TikTok videos, and then you start sifting through some of the comments, and and people are like, oh, you know, thank you, I, I was doubting Christianity, and this confirms that you know the Bible has errors and and stuff like that. So, um, so that's the sad part about this type of situation. So, hopefully you learned a little bit about the Quran and and also uh, some more textual criticism type stuff so um so hopefully that helps now it's important to remember that God works in history Jesus Christ was a real person the resurrection was a real historical event and the bible we have today has come to us through history this is real people with pen and ink and stone and animal skin or or papyrus they they wrote down this information and and then that was recopied so yes there are going to be um errors along the way where people are copying information and and so we we live in a in an age where we can copy and paste large Sections of things, and it's it, it's the exact because a computer's doing it, or and we have a, a printing press, so every you know King James Bible printed, you know, it, it's the exact same. But that was not the the world back then wh- when everything was handwritten. There were just obvious um, discrepancies, and so uh, we've got to realize that God is working in history. Uh, to give us what we have today. Now, the really awesome thing is we have all these different manuscripts of the Bible, and none of these variations affect the, the core doctrines of Christianity. The core truths of Christianity are unaffected by any you know, manuscript difference. And so in closing out, here's here's a, uh, a great verse on that concept. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 3 and 4. This is Paul. He's talking to the church in Corinth. He said, For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures.